Hello, welcome to Happy Food, where it's not just about the food, it's about the soul. Thanks for tuning in today. If it's your first time, I'm so glad you're here. We talk about intuitive eating, diet culture, food freedom, and honestly, whatever else I feel like. My, <laughs> my name is Lizzie, and you can find me on Instagram at notsolazylizzie, L-I-Z-Z-I-E, notsolazylizzie. Instagram is the only place to find me right now. Um, I'm just going to jump right in. Today, I want to talk about the process of accepting my changing body. Me personally, the world at large, all of it. This is a really tough topic for me. I'd like to think that it wasn't tough, but honestly, it is. My body is constantly changing, more so now than it ever has before so rapidly. When I transitioned to intuitive eating, I had to do so much undoing of the damage that I had done to my body and the damage that I had done to my relationship with food. I have had to work really hard to start repairing that relationship. I genuinely had to give myself full permission to eat. And it resulted in so many foods that I hadn't ever really allowed myself to truly enjoy without rules, without confinement, without restriction. I had to say, whatever you want, you can have it, and you can have as much as you want. And I started pretty rapidly gaining weight, as one would expect. Um, And I didn't want this to be hard for me, because I believed... And I still believe it health at every size. I don't believe that the reflection of our bodies is a moral indication. I don't believe that small bodies are good or big bodies are good or anywhere. Like, I don't think one is more good than the other. I think they are they're equally good and fine. But when it came to my own body, I consistently had to confront what I had always dreamed would be my body and the body that I dreamed of. Constantly. I mean, as long as I can remember, the goal that I was always trying to achieve was to fit in this one pair of shorts that, even at my smallest, never fit me because I have hips and they weren't designed for that and they're never going to fit. But regardless, I had expectation and I have this image of like, if I attain this, I will be lovable. And I had narrated that to myself for so long that letting go of that is still really hard to look in the mirror and be like, oh my God, I mean, I have insane stretch marks right now. And obviously those will fade. And I don't want to say that this is the price that I'm paying for repairing that relationship, even though that's kind of my first indication. But I think that puts, again, I think that puts a moral value on weight gain or not gaining weight or thinness, I think it just places moral value where it it shouldn't be. I don't think that there is room for morality in the size of your body. Um.
But regardless, I was gaining weight, like a lot, like an uncomfortable amount to the point where my body felt uncomfortable, where it like is <laughs> uncomfortable to lean over and tie my shoes because my body is changing and I'm not used to weight being in places where it now was. And I'm constantly doing this dance still to this day of this is okay, where I'm at's okay. And I just had to eventually make the choice to value my relationship with food more than I value my outward weight. Honestly, because I don't, I don't want to say appearance because I think I have a great appearance. I think I look totally fine. I'm comfortable with my face and a lot of my body. And most days I would say that I am comfortable in my body and I experience moments where I still long for it not to look like what it looks like. And I think that's really normal. And I also had these feelings of like, am I doing intuitive eating right? Because I'm not seeing this on Instagram with the people that I follow who do intuitive eating. And maybe I'm not looking hard enough because obviously I know it exists. People gain weight. People lose weight when they intuitively eat because your body at the end of the day, eventually it will find its, its set weight where it wants to be when you fuel it to the level that it wants to be fueled. But the reality is, is I wasn't fueling it the way it wanted to be. I was fueling it the way that I needed it to be. I needed to repair the damage that had been done. I had been for years telling my body, you can have this one slice of pizza, but after that it's done. Okay, you can't have any more. Or I'm gonna, it's my, you know, I was so big into that like last meal complex before a diet. And I would just, I don't wanna use the word binge because I don't really know if it was genuinely a clinical binge, but I felt like I was eating to the point of severely being uncomfortable and I was eating a lot at once. So sure, I'll call it a binge. I'll do it. I would binge the night before or the week before whatever leading up to a diet and my body would eat it and eat it and then it I took it away. And so I had taught my body, you never know when you're going to be able to have this food again, so you better eat as much as you can. And from probably for probably the first six months, seven months of intuitive eating, that's just what I had to do until I finally reached a place where I was like, okay, this is real and I trust myself and I have let my body know time and time again, when you want that food, you can have it. It's okay. It's not a big deal. We don't need to go crazy about it. And I think the biggest shift that I've experienced in the last month, month and a half of doing intuitive eating is being able to honor what my body wants more, being able to honor what makes my body feel good. Because the reality is if you eat pizza, I always go back to pizza. This is going to be a running thing. I can feel it. I'm in love with pizza. I might have it for lunch today. But if you eat pizza for every meal, if you eat fast food for every meal, you're probably not going to feel good. That's just objectively the reality of life. If you only eat cookies, you're not getting nutritionally dense foods and your body's gonna be upset eventually. And my body was upset. It was pissed off at me because I was not giving it anything 
I mean, virtually nothing of nutritional value. I didn't feel good. I had stomach aches every day. I just felt bleh. So I made the choice to shift my focus to more nutritionally dense foods. And I've been at that for just about a month now, I would say, of like really making this a big focus. And what what do I need to fuel my body? And what do I need to fuel the positive relationship with food, I guess is a good way to say it. And no, I haven't lost all this weight. No, I'm not thin. No, that hasn't happened. And the longer I do this, the more I put emphasis on not making that the goal. That's not the goal. The goal cannot be to achieve thinness for me. And I don't think it should be for anyone. I don't think achieving thinness, I think it's just setting yourself up for consistent failure because you can do it, but also if you're pushing your body to exist at a weight where it just doesn't want to be, you're always going to be fighting it and working against it and restricting it some level. But when you intuitively eat, eventually your body will it will find where it wants to be, and maybe that's not exactly what you wanted it to look like. But that might be reality, and that's okay. And so I guess all of this is to say it's been really hard for me to accept the fact that my body has changed so much. My clothes like literally stopped fitting, and that was such an uncomfortable feeling. I felt so sad. I felt so sad for myself for, for a couple reasons, because I had done that much damage to my relationship with food that this is what I was taking to fix it. And also that like, I just didn't, I just didn't want to gain weight. Like I point blank period. I did it. I didn't want to, but that is what my body needed. And that's where my body's at. And I didn't love the stretch marks that have come with it. And if you look on my Instagram, I actually have posted a picture of said stretch marks they line the bottom of my stomach like, like I don't even know. I want to say spider webs, but that's not what a spider web looks like. But whatever. It is what it is. And for me, I don't know if it's just silly to put it out there. I don't know if it's silly to focus on it or not. But it made me feel better. It made me feel like I'm going to own this part of myself because this is my reality. And sitting there hating them is not going to make them go away. And I'm, just, I'm sure as hell not going to sit here and tell anybody that I love them because I don't. I don't love them. I don't love that I am uncomfortable in the size of my body because I physically feel uncomfortable. So instead of moping around every day, because I have mopey moments, I'm a human being. I just think it's ridiculous to go down this road of intuitive eating and not be completely honest about like, this is hard. It doesn't feel good to me to gain weight. It feels good for me to fix my relationship with food 10,000%. Yes, I would take this body any day to have the relationship with food that I am slowly achieving. And it's not a straight path. It is a windy road. It is a hard road because you are going against all of society, basically. But it's completely worth it to go against society, to go down this path, to achieve true food freedom, to be able to enjoy the things that you want to eat in, I don't want to use the word moderation, but in moderation, I'm going to say it, to have a well-rounded, balanced diet where you include all sorts of foods and you start to disconnect the emotion that has been tied to eating for, well, for me, for forever. And right now, if that means living with a body that 
I don't love every day and it's a consistent and constant, it takes consistent and constant effort to be kind to my body and to fall in love with my body and to, you know what, I so I have pretty big thighs, like I always got called thunder thighs. I would never say that to another person. I thought it was very rude, but it is, I mean, I guess I have big thighs. And I remember people would comment on them and eventually I was like, I have to figure out something to say back because it's like, yeah, okay. And eventually I just started to own the fact that like, I'm never going to have a thigh gap. I'm never going to fit into like teeny little junior size jeans. Like in, in middle school, I was having these realizations of like, that's just not, like, that's not my body. Um, so I started to tell people like, yeah, they've gotten me up every single staircase I have ever climbed. They never fail me. And that's true. Like my body does virtually everything I need it to do. And I can love myself for that. And I can grant myself grace. And I don't have to hold myself to these outrageous societal standards that are just ridiculous. And I also don't have to act like, oh my God, like hashtag body acceptance. I love my body. It's the best thing ever. Because I don't feel that way every day. Like it has to be for me. Obviously I can only speak for me. It has to fall somewhere in the middle. I have to be authentic. I have to be honest. Some days it's hard. It's annoying to me to see something on a hanger or on a model or in a picture and be like, that's so cute. And then try it on and it doesn't fit my body that way. And I look ridiculous because it's just, I need to pick something that's a different cut, a different style, a different size, whatever. Like I love wearing baggy sweatpants while I have quite a butt on me and I have thighs. So in order to have baggy sweatpants, I have to buy like four sizes too big for me just because that's the way that they're cut in the factory, whatever. Like to not allow that to become some sort of moral statement about myself because it's difficult for me to find pants that are baggy enough to my liking or that if I wear a tighter dress, like it's, I don't have a flat stomach, like to to recognize those things and say, but that doesn't mean it's bad. That doesn't mean I'm I'm wrong or I'm icky, but it's a process. I guess this all could have been said in two sentences. Like body acceptance can be difficult and it's a long process for me. Point blank, period. That's really all I have. Honestly, I don't really know what else to say about it. Um, I don't know how helpful this is, but I think just being authentic and realistic of like, it takes time and it's not immediate. And even the pictures that I post on social media these days, there's a little hint of, well, if somebody scrolled back in my feed far enough, they're going to notice like I've gained weight. And there was a lot of feelings that I had about that of like, oh, they're going to think that I'm a failure in life. Well, I'm not a failure. I have so much success and my body's a success. It is because I have been able to repair this broken like so messed up relationship that I've had with food in my lifetime and to drop the standards that media culture and the beauty culture and diet culture specifically pumps at us every day I mean we see it especially I mean Instagram and I hate that I've mentioned it so many times um but that's where I spend a lot of my time it's like Instagram has this really amazing body accepting intuitive eating community but at large like it is this platform where people are just trying to present the best 
the absolute best image of themselves. And that's not a goal of mine anymore. And that is a difficult place to achieve, but it's a better place to be. And I guess that's really, maybe that's all I have to say about it. Thanks so much for listening today. I really appreciate that you're here. Check me out on Instagram, not so lazy Lizzie, L-I-Z-Z-I-E. And go ahead and send me a direct message if you ever have an idea about something that you want me to talk about. I am going to be doing a podcast very soon about the Weight Watchers app Kerbo with one of my nearest and dearest friends in the entire world. Um, I'm so excited to make that podcast because I have some really strong, passionate feelings about this stupid app. Um, So I'll see you guys. Well, you won't see me. I won't see you. I will talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye.